episode 25 of the John Beat Podcast. And on this week's episode, I have an interview with Kiara Aliotta from Until Sunday. And she's talking about design inspiration and things to consider when designing for Joomla. Latest Joomla news, design tips, marketing ideas and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beat Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Joomla Beat Podcast, the podcast about designing, developing, managing and marketing your Joomla website. Thank you so much for joining me on the show again today. It is a pleasure to have you here. Now, if this is the first time you're listening to the Joomla Beat Podcast, you can get to all the show notes, all of the resources and all of the bits and pieces that I talk about on this podcast on the website at joomlabe.at. And if you're a long-time listener, thank you so much for joining me on the show again today. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Okay, so now on this week's episode, I have a absolutely fantastic chat with Kiara Aliotta from Until Sunday, and she has a lot to say about design. She's been working in the design space for a very long time, including a lot of print stuff, as well as a lot of Joomla designs. And uh, she used to work from for a particular Joomla company called Joomla Works. Now, I'm quite a fanboy of what uh, Joomla Works produce in regards to their extensions, plugins, and now templates as well. If you weren't uh, if you weren't familiar with some of the new stuff that they're doing there, uh, Joomla Works has released a whole series of Joomla templates, all responsive, all very designed slickly, and all work with the content construction kit called K2, and it's quite nice. Now, uh, Fotis and the guys there have put together all these brand new templates, and uh, they have all the bells and whistles, but without the extra bloat of, or what people call bloat, of these excess frameworks that sit on top of Joomla. So these new templates that they've brought out just work the templating way that Joomla templates usually come out as. Just the plain templates working off the Joomla core. Now this is the same approach that uh, Joomla Shine have been working on for many, many years. And it's good to see another template company come out that isn't using a templating framework as such, but just the Joomla core stuff. Uh, Basically, the way that uh, Joomla templates should be built, really. Now, that's not to say the Joomla frameworks that are out there are uh, are overkill. A lot of them are absolutely fantastic. And if you get used to them, like uh, we have with the T3 framework, it really does speed up a lot of your development time in regards to doing the same thing over and over again or repeating steps and uh, using these frameworks to speed up some of those development processes. But anyway... Uh, on this week's show, I also have uh, a couple of shout-outs to do. My first set of shout-outs go out to all of our UK listeners that have been tuning into the Joomla Beat podcast and have been leaving ratings and reviews on the iTunes store. So I'll just mention a couple of these. I posted this up on the Facebook fan page as well, and you can get to that via facebook.com slash Joomla Beat. But uh, here are a couple of names that have left some ratings and reviews on the UK iTunes 
iTunes store. So first off, D3 Mentor, uh, then VX1, and Storm IT have all left me five-star ratings and reviews and really good reviews on there as well. So uh, thank you so much, guys, for leaving those ratings and reviews on the iTunes store. Um, it was only recently that I found out that all of the iTunes stores around the world are different and the ratings and reviews for each store around the world are different as well. So I actually have to log into all the different stores around the world and keep an eye and track on all of these rating reviews. So if you do leave one, I will eventually get to it when I discover those new ratings and uh, reviews out there. And um, if you actually feel inclined to leave a rating or review, uh, I will give you a shout out on the show uh, eventually when I find them uh, somewhere hidden in the gigantic universe of the iTunes store. But I will get to them eventually. And I'd also like to give a shout out to Lou in the office who finally convinced her brother to sign up for a SiteGround account under our affiliate ID. So thank you so much, Lou, for signing up your brother with his credit card (laughs) uh, to his new hosting account with SiteGround. I know he will get a lot out of that. And uh, I know from all the problems that you've been having with the previous hosting company, which I won't mention, but uh, SiteGround's a huge improvement. And you've experienced that straight away. Okay. Anyway, uh, if anyone else wants to take advantage of that offer from SiteGround, you can do so uh, by going to the Joomla Beat website and clicking on the link on the right-hand side there. You can see a link to the SiteGround website and also a view that I did of SiteGround so you can find out more about them and find out why exactly I think they're a top-notch Joomla hosting company. Okay. All right. Now, before I get into my interview with Kiara, I'm just going to go through a couple of really quick news updates, uh, mainly around social media and one in particular around Instagram. Cool. So let's transition straight over to my news update, uh, my social media news update. Looking for more Joomla tips and industry news? JoomlaB.at. Web hosting by SiteGround. So to social media news, now if you weren't aware, Facebook has released the ability to add hashtags to all of your post updates now. So this comes in line with all of the other social networks out there, Twitter who have been using hashtags since day one. And also now Google Plus, who have introduced hashtags uh, just recently in the past few weeks. So I think it was in May 2013 that they introduced it, but uh, don't quote me on those dates. It was somewhere around there. Now, Facebook has introduced all of these hashtags as well. So now you can search Facebook via these hashtags and find out uh, what other people are saying if... They have set their posts to public, so you'll be able to see the conversations around particular hashtags. Personally, I think it's a fantastic way of finding, discovering content and involving yourself in conversations around particular topics as well. Uh, It's uh, absolutely fabulous on Twitter, and now it makes it quite easy to combined your social media efforts, especially on programs such as Hootsuite, which we use quite extensively. So now we can combine tweets and Facebook uh, comments and posts, Facebook posts, I should say, uh, that have all these hashtags in there and and combine our, our messages 
together cohesively across the social networks using those particular hashtags. So I think it's a great move. Good on your Facebook. Uh, it's about time that you've done it. Now, my next social media update is around Instagram. So finally, Facebook have done something extensively uh, to the new uh, to the Instagram application, and that is the introduction of being able to share videos. That's right. So Instagram was primarily set and put out there to share videos with the cool filters so you can be a little hip and share your photos to the community of Instagram and all the social networks that are attached to it. But now you can actually record 15-second videos in various short clips Add filters to them and then share them out to Facebook, share them out to Twitter, Tumblr, and also Foursquare, I believe, off the top of my head. So it is a huge move by Instagram or Facebook since uh, Facebook have taken over Instagram and bought them out late last year. But in doing this, it's, in my personal opinion, it's pretty much killed off another application which has been really taking off lately called Vine. So now since Instagram have released these uh, abilities to do these video posts as well. It it may pretty much kill off Vine, who released their app earlier this year, to do the exact same thing, to share short videos and uh, primarily over Twitter and their own social networks. So now with the introduction of this, we might see the slow demise of Vine. Uh, Instagram have done a fantastic job of adding in the video edition, but keeping the same user experience in terms of being able to share, uh, create cool filters and, and really engage with your audience and community. Now, because Instagram already had a really good user base of 130 million users, I believe this is going to really take off and, and, and most likely kill off vine over time as well. Um, but we'll, we'll just wait and see. So it's early days at the moment. Uh, at the time of recording this podcast episode, the photo and video, sorry, ability of Instagram has only been out for about two weeks. So we'll see how the market plays out and if people will abandon Vine altogether. If so, I uh, feel sorry for Twitter who are the main player behind Vine. Um, but we'll see. We'll just see how that landscape comes into play. Uh, but that's my social media updates for this week. Uh, if you have any other news or updates, or if I've missed anything in the social media space, I'd really, really try not to. Please shoot me an email or tweet me or DM me on Twitter and uh, let me know what's going on. There's so much out there. And if you have a question in regards to any social media stuff, please give me a, a message as well. And I'll see if I can include it on the show. So that's it for the social media updates for this week. And I'll transition now over to my interview with Kiara Aliosa. And I uh, hope you enjoy this interview. I got a lot out of it. Stay tuned as Peter brings his special guest to the table. The Joomla Beat Podcast. Kiara Oliotta joins me on the Joomla Beat podcast this week. She's the founder of creative agency Until Sunday and is also the creator of many well-known Joomla websites, including the design of the JN Beyond 2013 website. She takes care of all design aspects from print and web and does a fantastic job of it, oh, I have to add. 
Uh, she's also worked on many brands, including Vodafone, Nivea, and many, many others as well. And she's worked on many other creative agencies around the world and joins me on the show today to talk about designing websites for Joomla. Kiara, welcome to the show. How are you today? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you for inviting me, Pete. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> and it's and it's fantastic to have uh, more women on the show as well. It's I've, I've been very skewed to all the men at the moment. So it's good to have more female voices and especially more designers as well, which I haven't interviewed much of lately. So it's good to have you on here. Yeah, I'm glad to, to be here and to represent the Joomla women yes. uh, in, in the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> There's a few of you out there. Actually, there's quite a few from what I heard from um, uh, the Joomla World Conference last year. There were a lot of women there. So, it's, uh, it's, it's increasing, which is very encouraging. It's good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. So, enough about women in general and you more specifically. Now, you're a designer. So, how did you get into the design space and to, into the creative in general? And then, how did you get into Joomla? Hmm. So, I always love creating things, um, imagining, I don't know, parallel words accessible to everybody, communicating ideas. I designed my first magazine together with my brother when I was just 10 years old. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, it was just six. So, but it was a small magazine that my brother and I were doing just for my parents to keep them, you know, updated about TV programs and everyday news. It was, of course, handmade because uh, at that time, having a computer was just a privilege. But it was full of colorful drawings and had some nice collages of images that we took from other magazines. So nothing so different from what I do not right now with websites. Um, at the time, it was too early to understand that I would love to be a graphic designer, uh, but I was... That was the beginning, I suppose. After that, okay, a few years later, I worked for many agencies as a web and graphic designer. I got a lot of experience and I had, I think I was really lucky to work with great art directors and people who gave me the right hints to arrive at where I am today. And it opened me, you know, the road to Joomla. I start my agency last year as uh, until Sunday. So and now I'm kind of living my dream, and I really do hope I will never wake up. <laughs> That's a really cool story. <laughs> so, what what kind of agencies did you work at, and where were these agencies? Uh, well, there were different ones. There were a few ones. Uh, they were in Milan. Um, one was an architect one, it's um, Matteo Thun. The other one, always in Milan, I was there. I entered them as a web designer and graphic designer. Then I moved as art director, a junior art director, and it was it's called Buti Creativa. And the last one, which I left to start my own design uh, agency, uh, is Nuevo Joomla Works. So, yeah, and from there, from that company, I start working with Joomla and get familiar with Joomla websites and, and the community of Joomla. I see. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure a lot of listeners would be familiar with Joomla Works. It, uh, it's a very common name with a lot of websites and extensions that yeah. many of our clients yeah. actually use as well. So in, in gaining all this experience and getting into these design agencies and creative agencies in general, did you have to do any study or 
was it such uh, or was it more so a lot of the passion that came out of it and your skill and techniques that got you these roles or did you have to study this to get into mm-hmm. these, these jobs? Um, well, I will say it was study and of course passion together. Um, I studied industrial design at Polytechnical of Milan where I strove to become a packaging designer. Uh-huh. <laughs> During my, yeah, completely different road at the beginning. During my university years, Then I took part in the Erasmus project, a program that, you know, allows students from all over Europe to travel and study in other countries. And I spent one year in London where I started to work with Illustrator and fell in love with it. After I received my degree, I moved to Finland for a while because I really want to attend a master's program in packaging design. But courses had already started and in the meantime, I received the news that my application for a master's in communication design in Milan was accepted. And, and it was wonderful because it was really expensive, but I won also a great scholarship, so I, it was easier to attend it in that way. Uh, so I was in Helsinki, and I packed my stuff again and moved back to Italy again, back in Milan. <laughs> yeah. But I think my, I had my aha moment, and I understood what I really want to do in my life ex- during my master's program. And uh, because in in that time, that moment, I met many enthusiastic professionals in the field, and they showed me the, dro- the road, the right road. And from that moment on, I love visual design in all its form, from print to web, from large scale to small scale. That's very cool. Would you say a lot of those people that you met while at mm-hmm. while doing your masters were very influential in pointing you into this direction? Well, yeah, it, it, it helps. It helped a lot at the time. And, um, well, but as I told you, you should have passion, a lot yeah. of passion to to go through the road, I mean, to, to go through the process and because it's a really difficult road. And right now there are many great graphic and web designers that are that are populating the community and you know there is a really high competition between us so you have to be really passionate to be to distinguish yourself uh, definitely and talking about uh, design and the passion and but where do you get all the influences for your design from and and how do you get uh, inspired to do a new website or a new product design even? Mm. So as I told you, mm, I love design all its aspects. So my influences come from different things. The wonderful part of being a creative designer on a team of coders is that you can get rid of the computer for a while and you just go out and look for inspiration around you. It might sound cliche, but uh, my best designs come out after a walk in the city or while I was dancing rock and roll or <laughs> during a lot. Yeah. Well, oh, that's um, brilliant. Yeah, I have a big story about that. Okay. I'm not going to share it here, but Some probably in time? a blog post. Yeah, okay. in a blog post probably, yeah. Sure, sure. Or, um, yeah, but, you know, I have also c- more common resources like magazines, books, and other websites. I do also love to follow and I uh, admire web designers like Mike Cass or uh, Matthew Smith or Mark Bolton or um, a really great woman, which is Willie Peters and Trent Walton. 
And did you yeah. say Rarely Peters? Rarely Peters, yes. She's uh, she's Belgium, I think. Yeah, she's Belgium. Uh, this is how you spell her. Just let me. It's yeah. a little bit strange name. Uh, do you I, find her? Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I've been following her blog for a very long time as well. I love yeah, her style. Yeah, she's really good. Mm. And my cast is uh, Worley Peters, and my cast. He's uh, he was a designer for um, for Carson Fight the events from Carson Fight. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he was actually internal designer. And then I don't know. I think he decided to move uh, with a solo career, so he just. Now he has his own website and collaborates somehow, sometimes with the, with uh, Carson Fight events. And Trent Walton, he's also a great one, which I'm going to write to you. He's also a really great guy. Um, he has made a lot of uh, uh, jQuery uh, plugins like uh, for uh, lettering, so like lettering, JS. That's so cool. I had no like idea. That. And... Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, Karen JS. You know, I always keep uh, talk about typography, and so I always look around if there are plugins that help you to implement what actually is easier to implement on mm. print. So yeah, he he has done some great job. I mean, so these two jQuery plugins are great, just great. And what else? Oh, and also Mark Bolton, who just lately designed again his website. And wow, he's a great guy as well. I love him as well and a lot. And I admire him because he just built his own agency from zero and, you know, growing slowly. And now he's a big company. So, yeah. Is that Mark Bolton Design? Yeah, that yep. one. Yeah, okay. it should be that one. Yeah. I typed in Mark uh, Bolton and I got uh, Australian football players here. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Bolton Design, yeah, that's it. That looks better. Design, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. He's, these four are really great designers. And I mean, on the web, they, I think they have done a great job. They are not, okay, there is also the guys from Happy Coke, uh, but everybody knows them, I think. Yeah, so yeah. they've been around Jeffrey for a long time. Zalman. Yeah, they are really they are really cool guys also. So yeah, mm. but let's say that this, these three ones are my favorite ones. These four that I gave you, and of course there are other ones uh, like um, use um, Philly. She's a packaging designer. She's great with colors and you know typography and lettering, and also this girl Jessica Aish. She's, she was working for Louis Philly for a while and then she decided to move for a solo career. So, And she's amazing. She's done lately a job for Google, um, presenting Google videos, something which I don't remember now. Um, she's amazing. Um, typographer and let, letter, so lettering. So, yeah. These mm. are, you know, yeah, they are not completely related to web, but you can great. You can catch a lot of great idea from there. I mean, from them, from the way to work. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm getting that you're getting a lot of influences from typography, and that probably comes from your influence 
of learning and working with Illustrator in the early days as well. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, of course. My print background, I mean, it's the, the, the main source of my work today. I mean, I, I think I wouldn't be the, one, the, the girl I am today if I haven't studied about print and typography layouts. And I, I would not never imagine design a website without thinking about type, how type looks on web, or how, um, you know, how layout rendering the different devices. It's really important. I mean, my print background is the base of all my web design. So you can mm. do, I can do anything without that. And usually for uh, trends and colors and also for typography, my best resources are the shop windows and uh -huh. fashion magazine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, living in Milan for more than 10 years told me that if you want to know what's next, you have to follow the fashion trends. That's very interesting. <laughs> and the fact that you in, are in Milan, you do get access to that so you can see what's going on. Yeah. In in the next seasons and what's coming yeah, next. you can't miss it, actually. You really can't miss it. Mm. So, yeah, you get really inside the, the, the field. I haven't been to Milan yet, but I have a feeling my girlfriend's going to drag me over there soon. <laughs> okay, good luck. <laughs> For you, I don't think it's going to be a nice experience. For her, she will enjoy it a lot. I'm if just, she's fashion addict. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm just worried about my wallet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. her wallet too, her purse, yeah. That's what I'm worried about the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your wallet will be really, really sad at the end of the, the trip in Milan, around yeah. Milan, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you go to Monte Napoleone, okay. That, consider yourself already poor. Okay. Just step inside the road, yeah. Fair enough, okay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. All right. Yeah. So in terms of... All these design inspirations, but uh, that influence your design. But what about when you're designing for a Joomla website? Are there certain considerations that you have to take into account when you're designing for Joomla in particular? Mm. Well, Joomla is a, a really great platform and it's really versatile and extremely flexible. I think it's a dream for any web designer out there working with Joomla, but it can easily turn into a nightmare, uh, if I can say that. Mm -hmm. But um, I recently started designing templates for Joomla Shack, a template club. And when you design for Joomla, you can end up doing great things, imagining different variations, but still wondering if they are user-friendly and accessible. So um, the consideration that... I have uh, taken account when I design sites for Joomla or generally when you design websites is that it's always good to explore all the options you have with Joomla uh, but until you keep always in mind that usability uh, about usability and accessibility. Yeah, definitely. It's Some people do forget uh, usability and accessibility in a lot of the design aspects, but uh, uh, it's it's good to know that you're taking all that into consideration. And I know we take well, that always into consideration with all of our designs as well here at um, PB Web Development. Yeah, well, I try my best. That's the point. <laughs> well, sometimes during the process, you, you come up with compromise also. So usually the compromise must not be... And interfere with usability and, uh, and accessibility. That's the, the most important thing. 
better make some compromise in the design rather than in functionality. Mm, definitely. Now, a little bit earlier, you mentioned that you uh, did some work at Joomla Works, and can can you tell us about your experience there, or can you say anything about that? Did you? Uh, w- it was your first experience into the Joomla world, wasn't it? So, what yeah, was it like? It was, yeah. Yep. Uh, it was really interesting, and uh, it was completely new for me because I never worked with Joomla before. So it was a great experience because also I was working in Athens, which uh, which was also a different country, and get knowing with new people in the field. So um, yeah, it was exciting enough. And then you know, I think it would never, I would never be here if I haven't done all these steps. So it was a, a great opportunity, and yeah, and and I think. Uh, it was a way to open a new road. I mean, I opened myself to a new world, which was, which is the Joomla one. So I get no many exciting people in the field. Yeah, well, it, it did open you up to the Joomla world. And in fact, it opened you up so much that you managed to get a keynote presentation at the latest Jane Beyond conference in 2013. And... I was I was talking about this a little bit earlier, but uh, there were a lot of tweets and a lot of social media around your presentation. I saw all these photos pop up on Facebook and all these really cool things. Uh, what was your presentation about and uh, what can you give our listeners in terms of key points from that presentation so they can take it away? Mm. Well, my session uh, was about the difficult and sometimes impossible relationship between the designer and the developer when they both work on the same project. So my approach was strictly personal and I think this is what everybody enjoyed about this presentation because I imagine sending both the designer and the developer to an imaginary island that belongs to a group of island called the Pixels Islands. So, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny and uh, because, uh, you know, I was imagining these two heroes of the web process, so the developer and the designer being alone and they were forced to rely on, on their own skills to move to the next step. So it was extremely fun and I think I think because each attendee has also had also a physical map on the island so they could follow these two heroes traveling around the island and of course they could follow also my presentation so i think what you saw around popping up it was my the map and the presentation which was extremely designed and however i do hope that beside the nice poster the gap and the beautiful picture of my slides people learn that the debate between the developer and designer can be easily resolved with two important elements, which are communication and respect. About communication, don't let assumption and bad interpretation lead you both to the wrong conclusion. To avoid that, I always suggest to maintain an open line of communication between the team members. And about respect, well, when you respect and understand each other's work, and you stop considering the design and development like two distinct disciplines, um, you will see that uh, you you can it's easily you can easily work together uh, to together toward the same goal, and chances are high you will have at the end a user friendly, functional, and extremely beautiful website. And so this was this was about yeah the presentation. 
And that's the end goal that all clients really want, a beautifully well-presented and well-functioning website. And um, communication yeah. is definitely the key. You have to learn to talk to the developers, talk to designers, and translate what you're thinking and what you're assuming in that whole process. So I'm, I'm really glad you presented about that. I don't think I've ever seen another presentation ever about that process. <laughs> that's so unique. Yeah, so I- very cool. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, you know, that uh, I would like to say that was uh, completely my idea, but actually um, Brian uh, Robert, uh, the, the organizer of uh, the Jane Young, yeah. asked me to talk about that. They were coming to me and telling me, oh, Chiara, can you please have a talk about that? Or you have such so many experience with developers and do you want to share your experience? And, you know, I, I was thinking, JBM, lots of developers over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I am the lion then. And they will kill me <laughs> at the end of the presentation. So, well, I tried to make my, I, I did my best to make them enjoy what I was saying and also keep something back home, some, you know, some important notions of working together which was not just do this and that, but mostly be uh, collaborative and cooperate together to the same goal. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people got a lot out of that presentation and um, <laughs> from, from the uh, tweets and Facebook messages that I saw online after your presentation, I think it went down a treat. Now, unfortunately, you were saying a little bit earlier that the recording of it didn't turn out too well. So, that's a little unfortunate. I won't get to see the entire presentation. Um, But hopefully, they can recover it and and maybe something will uh, come out of it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. But you can also check the slides on Slideshare. Um, you know, for it, it won't be with. I mean, you can check the slides, which are already great, like that. Even if I don't talk, so you can get the main points uh, from the slides. Uh, definitely, I'll I'll make sure I grab all the links to everything that you mentioned, all the agencies that you worked at, and also how can people find out more about you? What's what's your website address, and can people follow you on Twitter or Facebook? Yeah, of course. My website is uh, untilsunday.it and uh, my Twitter account is at Chiara Liotta, which is uh, CNA uh, uppercase. And I also have a blog, uh, but you can get inside the blog through the website so where I share ideas and some point of view about typography in everyday life. As I told you, I got inspiration from everything around me. So I wish people can find my blog inspiring enough as well. Um, yeah, these are the main the main things you can use, and and you can contact me on my email, uh, which is inside the website as well. So yeah, absolutely fantastic. And I think that's how I managed to get in contact with you via um, your website first uh, until Sunday.it, and then. From there, I found you on Twitter and then everywhere else. So, yeah, it's great. (laughs) Great, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Kiara, for joining me on the show today. It has been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you, Pete, for this great opportunity. I also, it was a pleasure talking to you again. I mean, again, well, we haven't talked, but just mail (laughs) each other. But I also hope to see you one day in person. 
uh, I don't know, maybe in the next Jane Beyond? Well, I am supposed to go to the next Jane Beyond. Uh, my girlfriend's parents are moving back to Slovakia. So, oh. we have a good reason. Well, we have to go over there now to uh, Europe and uh, the girlfriend wants to travel a bit more. And um, I'll actually be at uh, the Joomla World Conference this year in 2013 in Boston. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, I haven't decided for that, but definitely I will be at the JMBM next year. So, let's hope we can meet really, really soon. And if you come in Europe... Just pass by um, Italy, and if you need some any hint for places to visit, just ask. Okay. <laughs> cool. I'm well, a good, a good uh, tourist guide. <laughs> that's fantastic. We'll, we'll start up another Joomla-based blog about uh, hot spots to go in uh, Italy as well. Yeah, great. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been a pleasure, Chiara. And that was Kirai Aliotta from Until Sunday. And thank you so much, Kirai, for that interview. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I also have to thank her for this stack of posters that she has sent over for me and also for all of the listeners of the Joomla Beat podcast. Now, these posters are from her presentation at J and Beyond. It is her very lovely designed poster that went along with her presentation and she has kindly donated these 20 posters to uh, the Joomla Beat podcast so I can send them out to... 20 lucky subscribers to the podcast. Now, if you'd like a copy of this podcast, of this poster, sorry, if you'd like a copy of this poster, just uh, subscribe to the email list and I will send out, or actually I'll contact the next 20 people that sign up to the email list after this podcast is released and find out your uh, postal details and send you out a copy of the poster. And I'll keep on sending them out until I have none left. Now, they look pretty, pretty cool, so I'm sure a lot of people will be sticking them up on their walls in their offices or around their place. If you do, take a photo of it and post it up on the Joomla Beat website and also tag Kiara in it so she knows that this poster is getting out there to the rest of the world as well. So thank you so much, Kiara, for all those posters. Now, all of the resources, all the design inspiration and a whole lot more design inspiration that she has put together, I've added to the show notes for the the Joomla Beat podcast episode here and you can get to that by going to joomlab.at slash ep25 and that will take you directly to the show notes for this episode and you can see all of the blog posts all of the design areas books and resources where she gets all of her design inspiration from you can also find all the links to follow uh, Kiara as well and find out and view some of her other work that she has been doing over the past few months uh, like I said it's quite lovely work now, uh, just before I end this episode, i uh, just like to let people know that I have purchased my tickets for the Joomla World Conference later this year in November 2013. So I will be attending the Joomla World Conference in Boston. I'm just trying to work out where I'm going to stay and if I'm going to fly from Sydney to Japan first as well. I might squeeze in a day or two to, in Japan. I've never been there. It's 
going to be quite cold at that time of the year. But we'll see how it goes. And um, I might spend a day in Tokyo. So if there's anyone listening to this podcast in Tokyo, I'll probably be there for a day or two in November before the Joomla World Conference. So maybe we can organize something and do a little impromptu Joomla beat uh, meetup on on the, that particular day when I'm there. Uh, but uh, besides that, uh, if you are going to be at the Joomla World Conference, uh, please let me know as well. I'd love to catch up and meet a whole bunch of people that are listening to the podcast and involved with the Joomla community. Now, if you want to find out more information about the Joomla World Conference, you can do so by going to conference.joomla.org and that will take you to the conference website page where you can find out more about the conference, which is being held at the Harvard Medical School, I believe. And uh, you can purchase your tickets there on that website too. But um, that is it from me for this week of the Jump Beat podcast. And uh, until next time, everyone, please make sure you keep your website safe and secure and keep them backed up. You won't regret it. So bye now. You've been listening to, you've been listening to the Joomla Beat podcast. Bringing together the community of designers, developers, fans, and users from around the globe. Around the globe. Joomla B. 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 Joomla